0: Hey there, listeners, as I celebrate another trip around the sun, I want to show my gratitude for your incredible support. What a better way to do that than with a special contest just for you. What's up for grabs, you ask? Powerful quantum healing hypnosis session that could lead you on a transformative journey within yourself. Here's how to enter. Simply leave a review, listen to an episode, and leave a review on Spotify or Apple podcast platform. And then screenshot the review. Email or Instagram me. Send the screenshot to me via email at soultravelerpodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at I am Jennifer Mitchell. You can double your chances to win. If you want two entries, simply tag me on your Instagram story post with the screenshot of your review for an extra shot at winning. Your reviews and support mean the world to me and I can't wait to give one of you with this incredible opportunity. So start reviewing, screenshotting, and tagging for your chance to win. The contest will be ending on the first week of October, right after my birthday. The winner will be randomly selected and announced. So good luck and thank you for being part of this incredible journey.
1: Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul.
0: Hey there, fellow Soul Travelers, this is your host, Jennifer Mitchell. Welcome back to another enlightening episode. I'd like to start off by saying that I am just so humbled and honored by the love and support of our listeners. And I wanted to give a very special shout out for a recent review that I received from sports123789. Thank you so much for your support. I will definitely be entering you into the drawing for the complimentary QHHT session. Thank you for taking the time to let me know that I'm on the right track and for being a part of our growing global community. Now in today's episode, I have the absolute pleasure of engaging in a beautiful heart-to-heart conversation with the incredible Andrew Donovan. He's not just a success coach, but also the charismatic host behind the much-loved podcast The Universe Says Yes. Andrew's a real powerhouse when it comes to all things personal development and manifestation. And let me tell you that our chat was an absolute mind opener for me. We had dived deep into the secrets of unlocking inner potential, how the universe orchestrates events in ways that align with our journey, and the core driving desires behind our manifestations. This conversation was definitely a goldmine of wisdom, and I'm so thrilled to bring Andrew's insights straight to you. This episode is absolutely a ticket to transformation. So kick back, tune in, and let the journey begin. Here we go. Good afternoon, Andrew. Welcome to the show. How are you today?
2: good afternoon i'm great i'm blissful today how are you doing
0: i'm doing fabulous it's so nice to see your face and welcome your energy i would love to just dive right in and get to know you a little bit in real time i'd love if you could start off by telling listeners about your journey and a little bit about what you do
2: sure well thank you for having me i'm it's just a privilege to be here I've, you have quite a lineup of best-selling authors and all kinds of experts and gurus on your show. And so I just feel like it's quite a privilege to be invited to this space. So thanks for having me on The Soul Traveler.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I have a really exciting lineup this season. I can't wait.
2: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be part of it. So do so you want to know about my journey? I just... do.
0: <laughs> I <love it. laughs>
2: okay, well, so let's see. Important parts that are relevant for this podcast. <laughs> I'm a success coach and a teacher of consciousness. And it is something that I live and breathe. And I've been really playing lately with getting to know my human design as a projector. I didn't know this until like this year, Jennifer. But everything that I teach about consciousness is a projection of things I'm learning through my own life experience, which is how projectors work. And so my journey into this work of teaching consciousness really started as an entrepreneur, I think like maybe 13 years ago is when I started as an entrepreneur. And I wanted to own my time. I wanted to create my own life my way. I wanted to be able to make the kind of money I wanted to make. It it was really like a more masculine energetics approach to creating my reality. But I didn't have that vernacular back then. You know what I mean? And so as an entrepreneur, I started in all the mindset books and got into the law of attraction. And it eventually led me to wanting to create my own body of work that I just, in a way that I felt would resonate with people who think the way that I think and not just want to manifest cool stuff for their lives, but want to be conscious of how incredible their existence is and what potentiality actually looks and feels like for them. So that's a very general overview of my, what my journey is.
0: I just love that and helping people to expand consciousness. Your brand is in conscious. As a success coach, what would you see is the number one thing that you help clients overcome? Is there like common denominators or common things that you see people have as blocks?
2: Yeah. The biggest thing that I help people through is most people who want to have more success in any area of their life. And it, it doesn't matter if it's like mm-hmm. spiritual well-being or physical well-being, financial well-being, like it is, wherever people want to see improvement, I think most human beings are so heavily trained in what they have to do to get the result they want. And it's such an impartial, incomplete equation because what I tell people, it doesn't, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing. What, it matters how you're being while you're doing it. Because, yeah. yeah. So that, that's probably the biggest thing that I, I really work with my clients on.
0: And I know for me, I used to have this feeling of I have to do things this way past um, yeah. two, and i feel like that was very limiting for me is it, because it wasn't coming from a place of i want to or i'm passionate about or i enjoy or i love it was like i felt more like i was a robot just doing emotions and working at nine to five before i really embodied my life's purpose so i also think it, to your point it has a lot to do with the feelings too behind what we do
2: What's funny about the have to, I, I've even met spiritual people who feel like they have to because God told them they have to, or like they, you you have a dream and you're like, oh, I guess I have to do it this way versus I feel aligned with doing it this way. Or I feel called in the most like blissful, inviting, intoxicating way. And I like, I have to, because I can't not like people ask me, why do I do the work that I do? And my answer is I have to. But it's not in a, like, it doesn't feel like duty or sacrificing. It's like, I can't turn it off because it's what I am. And so if I'm just embracing the whole of me, and like you said, the light purpose that I genuinely feel called to unfold into, it's like that I'm going to do this work that I do because I have to, because I can't not, but I'm I'm so excited about it. And it's different.
0: Right. And I also think that goes hand in hand too with creativity. And I think right now it's really crucial that people be able to tap into that creative life force that's inside of them so that we can expand our impact.
2: Mm, interesting. What, where do you think that creativity force comes from?
0: <clears throat> I think that it comes from following intuition. I actually work heavily with uh, intuition, a like higher self, some people call it soul over soul, and quantum healing practitioner. And so I believe that intuition and creativity go hand in hand because when you're following that uh, intuition, you're trusting yourself, and when you trust yourself, the creativity just flows.
2: Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. The the intuitive center, and it depends on how people are creative because some people are creative. They they receive words across the screen behind their closed eyes, like instructions on what to do in your life. Some people have like visual things. I believe that we are here to create meaning. Mm -hmm. And so when you say creativity, I think a lot of people think, am I an artist? Am I a musician? Oh, am I a writer? No, I'm none of those things. So I must not be creative. But I think that every form of art that we respect is a form of meaning, but also all the lives that we live is also meaning. I, I learned this concept that the purpose of life is to create meaning many years ago, and I had to challenge it for several days just walking around the world looking for any evidence that was to the contrary. And I couldn't find any. It's like, even when you're angry and you slap your friend in the face, like you're doing it because you believe it will create something meaningful. Like she'll admit she was wrong or you'll feel better because you've got your anger out, but you think it'll be meaningful. That's why you do it. And, or like you, you write a beautiful song on the piano or your guitar. And like, you think that it's going to be meaningful to you, to the people who listen to it, to somebody, but like everything is, creativity because we're always trying to create meaning
0: it really is and for me one thing that i realized through my sessions and my work with my clients is that when we embrace the creative mind we're not analyzing and so we have that sense of freedom because we're not mm. like so busy trying to analyze this or analyze that and i mean like, so oftentimes I, with hypnosis i'll tell my clients okay just create whatever you want to create this is a fun and free place and then everything starts to flow through because we have that conscious mind out of the way the analyzer has gone and then that's where like the creativity comes in and when you embrace the creative side for me creativity means creating your own existence creating your own life your dream life which goes hand in hand too with manifesting i think that they're very similar one in the same
2: well the analytical mind is the part of us that is trying to get it right and so you look at your life and you're like, what are the holes? What are the areas where I'm dissatisfied? Where are the areas where I'm not as successful as I want to be? And, and when I use the term success, I'm, I'm not just talking about like being a businessman at a corporate office, making lots of money. I'm talking about like success in whatever way you feel compelled to define success for you. But that analytical your mind that you're talking about, it's like constantly trying to get it right yeah. when there is no right. There isn't like, yeah, you could create the thing that you think is going to be the most meaningful, beautiful thing ever. And then it turns out to be something else. And you didn't get it wrong. Because you grew in the process, you became something else in the process. And now you get to continue creating.
0: What you're saying is resonating and I have to chuckle because when you mentioned like success being like the businessman in, in the corporate world, like ugh. I used to think that and I climbed <laughs> the corporate <laughs> ladder and I got all the way like pretty high up the corporate ladder and I looked around and I was miserable and I'm like, why, hell, why are you miserable? I climbed the wrong ladder. Oh, <laughs> And now success has a completely different meaning to me anymore. I don't resonate with that paradigm, that that old reality that you just mentioned, of like sitting in a boardroom and dressing up every day and getting up and doing presentations. Like that's not success. For me, success is just happiness, embracing my creativity and helping other people, which is my life purpose is to help others. I actually discovered that through my first quantum healing session. My subconscious mind told me that was my life purpose was to help people. So here I am.
2: But you <laughs> know what? It. I it's wouldn't say it. you climbed the wrong ladder, though. You climbed a ladder that taught you something, and you became more of who you are in the process of that. And now- that's a
0: beautiful perspective. Thank so, you. I, <laughs> I mean, I, for I, years, I. On my- <laughs> Thinking wasted time. And
2: (laughs) this is so normal for so many of us. We want to create a beautiful, meaningful life. I use the term masterpiece life because for me, it's like I'm not here for anything short of being dazzled, Jennifer. Like I want to live in bliss. I don't avoid the human experience. I let myself feel sadness so deeply when it's the time, when there's something that you're grieving. Like I let myself go there. But in terms of the life that I'm here to create, I truly believe that we deserve nothing short of a masterpiece. And so, so often I think that we find ourselves climbing a ladder, going down a road, the the road of a certain relationship, Mm -hmm. the ladder of a certain career path. And then it doesn't turn out to be perhaps what we thought it was going to be. And then we think, well, it must've been wrong. Maybe I wasted all those years or all those months or all that energy, but you didn't because the whole point of us being here is that we are unfolding like I say, we're God unfolding, you're divinity unfolding, you're the universe unfolding. And all that time you spent climbing that corporate ladder, you became more in the process. And everything that you bring to your podcast, to your healing work, like, thank God you didn't skip that part of your journey, because it made you some of what you are. And That's all really important.
0: Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, like for years, I've been feeling like, oh, I should have started this work sooner. And but everything happens all in in timing the way that it's supposed to unfold. And going back and touching a little bit about emotion because I work a lot with emotion and this human experience. My goodness, it is a wild, crazy, exciting, fun, dramatic ride. It's like every emotion all at once. But sometimes people are so scared to feel the sadness or to feel the pain or anger or rage because whatever programming or whatever reason that they have, but that's so important. And when we don't take the time to do that, when emotions get trapped in the body and illness and sickness can occur. And so, you know, I'm glad that you have mentioned that about feeling, take, stopping to feel the emotions. That's a really important part of the human experience.
2: The timing of our recording this episode is so funny it, because when you reached out to my team, my assistant told me the times that were available. I'm like, what? In like three months? Why don't we do it like next week? <laughs> like I have. I was in we're Asia. I <laughs> was
0: You're in Asia. Asia for the summer. Yes.
2: Well, the time between when your team reached out and when we're actually doing this today was it. It was a space where I dived into emotions in a way that I never have in my life before. I come from a really perfectionistic background. My dad's side is Japanese, which is a very like just. It's a straight edge culture where it's like don't get an A minus because that's a Japanese F, right? (laughs) And so, like in school, I mean, yeah. And so I've I spent a lot of my life really resisting any part of my life that looked negative or that looked subtly imperfect or a lot imperfect. And I've really reformatted my approach in recent years, and especially just in the past few months, I've gone through some just really radical personal changes. And it's caused a lot of grief to come up and the mm-hmm. sense of loss. My marriage of 13 years almost in 12, no, 12 years in September, we're still married. is just, we're really reformatting our relationship. And my spouse actually called me like 20 minutes before we got on the recording here, just to say, hey, I wanted to tell you how much I love you and how precious you are to me. And I was going to our wedding vows last night. And I'm like, I haven't read our wedding vows in, gosh, what, 10 years? And he, he said, I was going through our wedding vows and I realized how inspired we were when we wrote those because we still live those today, probably more than we ever have our entire relationship. And my ability to receive what that, it was the most beautiful manifestation today, right before this call, right before our recording here. And that rewind maybe a month, and two months ago, I was just like in the deepest tears I've ever been in my life. And I remember when I was just in a moment, actually in this room I'm in, just like sobbing, feeling this loss of what I thought we were trying to create a relationship into. But while I was feeling it, like it was so beautiful. And I thought I never allowed myself to just feel emotion this intensely without trying to resist it because I didn't like the negative emotion or because I was worried that if it's negative emotion, then. You're out of alignment, so don't feel negative emotion. And I decided to just let myself feel it in the most beautiful, divine way. And then it processes through and not as fast as I wanted it to, obviously. (laughs) But I got to this moment today where I was able to receive this most beautiful manifestation, this beautiful reminder that things are working out and in divinely inspired ways and we're in this together and i just think that it's a it was such a perfect illustration of what you just said don't push the emotion away don't let it get trapped in your body like let yourself feel let yourself flow
0: yeah and i just love that that you received that call right before this recording it's it's such a beautiful yeah and it's a reminder too of how like relationships can change sometimes we grow relationships they grow with us along the way they have their ups and downs (laughs) but it's all part of the human experience and this this earth school as I like to refer to it as well here to learn a lesson and that's part of everybody's life purpose of being here is to learn some sort of a lesson Uh, sometimes it's a reminder of a lesson we forgot from a previous life or sometimes it can be also to step into purpose and to help others But relationships is really what forges us along the way. And I'm just so happy to hear that you had that call. That's so beautiful and touching.
2: Oh, it was a tender moment and (laughs) so perfectly timed too. What we're talking about here is really what conscious creation to me Mm -hmm. is all about. When I started getting into law of attraction, Mm -hmm. I had three big topics that were like, these are like where I want to attract better manifestations. Those relationship and business slash career and money. And so I thought that this spiritual work was all about like, how do I tweak my energy so I get more of the shit that I want? Oh, is this an explicit rated podcast so that I get more of the stuff I want? (laughs) And in the work that I've actually done and what I do with my clients, I've realized that this is not about just how do I get perfectly into alignment so that I only manifest really awesome stuff in the areas that are important to me. It's a dynamic existence. And there is so much beauty in the unfolding. There's beauty in the tears. There's beauty in the sadness. There's beauty in the sense of loss because we're humans and we, our minds develop a picture of what we think the life is that we're creating. And then we realize that there's it's not that you were going down the wrong path or that like the universe had a different agenda for you that overrides your own agenda. It's that there it's so much bigger than what we usually think it's going to be. And that kind of goes back to like what we were talking about with your experience where you were going down this corporate thing and then you realize you want to help people through spiritual healing. And it's like, if you had only started your work earlier and skipped over the life that you lived, like I promised there'd be things that are missing from the expertise you developed, from the perceptions that you have, from the way that you value things. And I think the same thing goes with like my relationship. I would have loved if I could just rewind 12 years and tell my stupid In my 20s version of me, like all the dumb patterns that I had brought to my relationship and how to fix them because they were not that complicated to fix. But the life that I lived in the process, it made me something that I would never, ever give up. And the life that I get to create ahead of me, I'm so much more excited for it because I'm like knowing what I know right now and being who I've become, like I'm going to create something that is just bomb. It's becoming so beautiful.
0: I love that. Yes. And we go back and we look at this journey along the way to your point earlier about creating the masterpiece. The journey is what creates that masterpiece.
2: Yeah. The the journey is what creates that masterpiece. Mm. I think that we have this opportunity to deprive ourselves of the dynamic, big human experience when sometimes in in the spiritual work that we get into, we think that it's just clean up your energy, heal the wounds, get rid of the negative juju. And I just had this realization earlier this year when I realized that if our default is, oh, there's negative emotion or there's bad energy, like get rid of it. Like right now on the internet, everyone wants to talk about toxicity. Get the toxic people out of your life. And I don't think people pause to say like, what be conscious of what's actually happening here. If you've got a toxic relationship, that doesn't mean the other person's toxic. It could mean that you have two people who have really icky chemistry together. But if you are in separate spaces, you're actually able to create really lovely things. Like it it doesn't by default mean that it's toxic. Or if there's negative emotion, that Mm -hmm. doesn't by default mean something's really wrong. You better go fix yourself.
0: I've heard that one before, like, you know, something's really wrong. Go fix yourself. And I think that sometimes maybe people hear that it could be programming the way that you were grown up. And that's why people shut those emotions down that we we're talking about earlier, because of that right there, that phrase right there. They think that something's wrong if they let the emotion come through.
2: Well, the world has traditionally been run by masculine energetics, the mm-hmm. corporate world, the industrial age. It's like work. Earn, work and earn and sacrifice what you need to sacrifice so that you have more time to work and earn, which is not wrong. It's just that on the flip side of that same coin, you've got the feminine energetics, which is everything that you're talking about that we're talking about here. Yeah. And I think that the beautiful life that we get to live is both. It's like nobody wants to just sit in a healing room, in an infrared sauna, just healing all of your wounds and closing all your portals and cleaning up your energy centers. And then that's your whole existence. Like you want to go out into the world and you probably want to like have a career or a job or do something where you're helping people or interacting. Like you want it's both. Yeah. It's always going to be both.
0: Hey Soul Travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis. Because one session forever changed my life, and now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career until I received the guidance needed from a higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, We will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. We'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetimes. Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns, and perform self-healing. They'll even connect directly to the Akashic Records so that you could get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate because nothing is being filtered through a third party practitioner and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded so that you could listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at soulExperiences.com. Now back to the show let's shift gears a little bit and talk about manifestation. So if somebody was, who was listening to this before they want to start manifesting. Like, What are like three tips or like your three basic techniques as to where to start or what to implement or mind shift? What would you tell somebody?
2: Did you say three tips? Is that what you said? I did. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I'll give you three. Three tips. So num- <laughs> number one is stop being so attached to what you think you want to manifest. Yeah. Like you want... I love to tell people, whatever your human mind wants, the universe says yes. You want a limited edition sports car? Cool. The universe says yes. You want a sexy spouse that treats you a certain way and that wants to go on vacation to all the unusual places you want a vacation? The universe says yes. Okay. Whatever you want, the answer is yes. But Don't be so attached to the format Mm -hmm. that you think your desires must take. Because the thing that we desire is what's beneath what we want to manifest. Like the reason why you want to manifest the limited edition sports car, the super sexy spouse is because of what you think those things, what those represent to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what you actually want to manifest. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, I, I actually just bought this really, rare edition Audi sports car. It's so cool. And it matches my branding of my business. Oh, it was the funniest little manifestation right when I needed a new car because my car was in an accident and got totaled. And the thing that sports car represents to me is I just like that it's an energetic reflection of this really beautiful luxury boutique personal development company I've created. I like that it's a reflection of me. I like that it feels like me. Um, I don't need the price tag on the sports car or there's like things that I like on a surface level that are really fun like I do like that it's flashy and it looks really sexy and it's really fun to drive but but beneath all of that my desire to live a life that feels like an energetic reflection of who I really am that's the desire
0: and And because I was
2: yeah and the universe delivered like this specific thing and just so for the context of this conversation it's an Audi TTS and the TT is this like compact muscly sports car that Audi makes. It's not super common. The version that I bought is a very limited edition. I like things that are rare and a little bit exotic. But the the car itself, I love TTs. And it's probably because it's me, like compact and muscly. (laughs) Like it's just the car version of me. And yeah, the the universe delivered this perfect little embodiment of this energy that I had been really figuring out how to live within myself. So that's the first shit that I would say. The surface stuff that you want, the, the answer is yes. Just understand that's not what you actually desire. What you desire is what it represents. And if you can figure out, this is tip number two, if you can figure out how to embody the vibe of what you actually desire.
0: Mm-hmm. The energy, align.
2: Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Yeah, like align with the energy of what you desire, like with the frequency, like feel it. Like the law of assumption.
2: And Yeah. And I just, I think it's useful to distinguish human wants versus Mm -hmm. soul level desires. Like the thing that you desire deep down is that stuff. Like I want to belong. I want to be enough. I want to live my true value. I want to be in alignment with my bliss. I want to live my whole truth. Like that's like deep desire. And then we, our human minds pick things that represent our desires and that's the stuff that people are trying to manifest yeah. so i want to manifest a six-figure bi- month in my business or a six-figure year in my job or the surface level measurable tangible stuff that you get to experience in your external life and but where it gets a little wonky is when we try to calibrate our energy to the stuff instead of to the energy of the desire because the desire is who you actually are and then when you and and so this would be my third tip have the intention to live your whole truth. Your desires are not things you want. The stuff you want in your external life, that's the stuff you want. And if you want it, it means you don't have it yet. And so, yeah, when you try to calibrate your energy to the stuff you don't have yet, but you want, then you're just calibrating to lack when you get really frustrated.
0: I was going to say, what is a lacking word? (laughs) Instead of mm -hmm. like, I want, we should be thinking more along the lines of, I have, I'm so excited now that, things like that, like we already obtained it rather than coming from a place of lack.
2: Yeah, and the wanting isn't wrong. Like, there's always going to be stuff we want. Yeah. Like, you see someone wearing just the most fabulous pair of shoes, they'd be like, I want those. You don't have them yet, so of course you lack them. You just became aware that they exist. So, yeah. <laughs> So it's not wrong to want things. It's just, that's where so many of us put so much of our energy. And it's depleting. It's an energy black hole if that's how you live most of your life. And when I say desire... I believe that when we have a desire, it's the desire is something we are. And so like for me, my human mind has picked all these different things that I've wanted in my life that represent the feeling of being enough. Being enough is like a deep desire. It's just I am enough. Like at a soul level, Mm -hmm. that's just my whole truth. I am enough. But my life experience has given me Challenges, areas where I get to grow through into this part of my whole truth, this desire to feel worthy, to feel enough. And when I can calibrate my energy to the enoughness of me, like all the circus level stuff I want to manifest, like it just happens. I don't even try. And even where I have to do something to be part of the manifestation process, like I own multiple businesses, there's a lot of stuff that I do. Yeah in what my businesses that? and I want my businesses to be incredible manifestations but when I'm in alignment with my whole truth with the energy of being enough of being worthy because it's actually true about who I really am and that desire is just part of me then like the stuff that I do to facilitate some of the manifestation process like it's not really trying it's just like I do it because it's an alignment and I like it and it's fun and it's mm-hmm. interesting and it produces great results so that's to me we're like the masculine, and the feminine, and the energetics come together in the most synergistic way.
0: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and all of your- medical knowledge. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Yeah, like three tips. Come on, Andrew.
2: <laughs> you knew. You knew it was three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where can listeners go online to find you if they want to work with you?
2: So my social media is at in.conscious. So my company is In Conscious. So at in.conscious. And my website is andrewdonovan.com. And I would love to explore more with our listeners in this space. Uh, So my body of work that I do, I have regular free masterclasses, different programs that you can jump into if you want to go to me beyond the socially popular versions of manifestation and into the deeper conscious creation soul work. That's where I get really excited. Like not just how do you manifest like the cool stuff that your human mind wants, but like how do you consciously create this concept of a deeply profound and beautiful masterpiece life so that's where people can find me and what we would do together
0: i love that so much masterpiece life i think i might have to mm-hmm. snag that <laughs>
2: use it
1: i love it's it a good
2: cup. i want to see more people living a masterpiece mm-hmm. life. like what would the i literally stay up to like three and five in the morning jennifer journaling about what i think would happen if more humans were living a masterpiece life
0: <laughs> yeah life is a masterpiece Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Andrew. It's been lovely talking with you and getting to know
2: you. Oh, you're you're a delight. It's so easy to volley back and forth with you. I appreciate the conversation. This has been illuminating for me. So thanks for having me. It's, It's been a pleasure.
1: This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum Healing Hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.